Welcome to The God Solution, where we discuss answers to humanity's questions about God and God's answers for humanity's questions. I'm Nate Herbst, and I'm really glad you're listening. We're in the studio today with an old friend, Eli Stewart. We were actually freshmen together right here at Fort Lewis College in 1998. It's been a long time. He was also a DJ right here on your favorite station, KDUR. It's great having you in the studio today, Eli. Let's hear a song before we get started. Here you go. It's not the moment that I can't stand It's the common ones that reach around the bend Like a long train where I can see the end Of this loneliness, oh Crowds can't erase it They try to displace it But I still have to face it When I go home Alone Loneliness is the wine press That makes the wine Loneliness crushes your chest To show what's inside your heart beat apart as your insides unwind. Lord, over time you can transform this loneliness into wine. Try to kill it with the TV Change the channel when I'm empty But it's a certain sort of thirsty That's hard to satisfy Oh, it's hard My heart is under duress Oh, I'm on the edge of bitterness Oh, this air is turning toxic, it's caustic I've lost my faith in men Jesus, only you can mend this loneliness Loneliness is the white press that makes the wine Loneliness crushes your chest to show what's inside Feel your heart beat apart as your insides unwind Lord, over time you can transform this loneliness into wine. And all the lonely nights of my youth evaporate and turn to clouds. And all the lonely nights of my youth evaporate. And turn to clouds 
that makes the rain it falls down to the ground cracks the seed freeze the plants to grow the flowers all my tears all my tears all my tears all my tears have turned all my tears all my tears all my tears all my tears you've turned to joy you turn them to joy Eli is definitely the most talented singer-songwriter I've ever known, and it's exciting to have him in the studio today. Thanks for playing for us, Eli. Yeah, it's good to see you again, man. Really good. Good to be back in Durango. Beautiful, beautiful Durango. So tell me a little bit about what you've been doing in Huntsville. Yeah, I've been part of a ministry called Chi Alpha, and basically what we believe is that people have dignity, and the best way to give them their dignity back is to be treated like they're a son or a daughter of the king. And uh, that's what we do. We just fight to love people, and it's been moving quite a bit down there, so we're having fun in Huntsville, Texas, even though it's not the ideal town. That is so exciting. So how did you come to a place where you realized that you were a son of the king? Mm. What's your story, Eli? Because I know you, but maybe the audience doesn't. So what's your story? I grew up in Alaska on a fishing boat. I lived three to six months a year on a commercial fishing boat. Imagine being stuck on 42 feet of deck space with your siblings and not getting along. And my parents had this brilliant idea that they would put us in the lifeboat and tow us behind the big boat by 50 to 100 feet and let us sort it out by ourselves in the ocean. Great way to grow up. My parents both came from major drug-addicted pasts. Basically, my parents had kids. They looked at the life of baggage that they had, and they said, we do not want to have this sort of baggage. Uh, our kids to have this sort of baggage, and so they kind of got plugged into church. But basically, the responsibility and the family side of it began to be a burden for my mother. And she uh, basically was wrestling with the fun she used to have and the fun that she now had. And so my dad basically gave an ultimatum and said, listen, we don't want these kids to have this sort of baggage. I want you to be here. If you're going to be here, I want you to clean up. Otherwise, you have to move out. And so she said, we'll move out. So she grabbed all the family belongings, sold them for drug money. And what you notice with a lot of people with addictions if they pick it back up, a lot of times they pick right back up where they left off. And so um, within three months, she'd overdosed on cocaine, slipped into a coma, passed away. And I was right around nine years old. And uh, Mandy, my wife and I, we have on our checks a little quote that says, people who are afraid of hell want religion. People going through hell want God. And so that was me at a very young age. Is basically the world was not enough. It kind of let me down. And so 
The month before that, I'd actually burnt the house down. A few months after that, was taken advantage of by a dude in the church. And so I had some real issues, but at the same time, my issues were with people, not with Jesus. I realized that most of the people who had hurt me weren't God. It was people being selfish. And so going into high school, I, I started asking some pretty important questions. If God is so good, how come this? And, and how come these people who say they love God do this? And I really wrestled with it. And what happened is I started thinking about how I'd been hurt And we have this thing we teach in our ministry called the hurt circle. And basically, when you get hurt, if you don't forgive, then step two is you get bitter. What you do is you start to say, I don't want to be hurt like this anymore. And so step three we call the rebel stage, where walls begin to go up in your life and you push people out to save yourself from possible pain. Step four is the worst. It's called deceived, where basically I'm rationalizing my own selfishness. I'm using these initial questions that I'd asked about God and people and now using them as excuses to do whatever I wanted. And so now I'm this hypocrite, and I knew it was, but I was stuck. And God sent this missionary to Alaska. There's something about his body language that my hostilities towards God and people fell. And so what this missionary did was he not only showed me what the Bible say, but showed me how God would have said it. The tone of God's voice in these verses struck me. So in prayer, I got on my knees and I said, God, I'll be a dog in your kingdom. I put a collar on my neck and a leash in his hand and said, I've been so bad, I'm just grateful to be forgiven. But uh, I was reading the Bible one day and it was almost like, if you're familiar with the prodigal son, the father came running out to me and said, no, Eli, you can't be a dog in my kingdom. You have to be my kid. And the fun I'm having now is no longer an anesthetic. It's It's this exploration of reality instead of fun that's in denial of reality. And it's been a blast. This song called Bombs Away. Sounds good. And today, words are my allies. Thoughts invade like spies in my mind. I can't see straight, but I know where I'm headed. Fly until the dawn, cause I'm on a mission of love. Oh. There's lots of propaganda coming in fast. It tempts me to surrender with the shadows it casts. It's painting pictures of a people hopeless and lost, but I'm under orders from my captain to bomb them with love, love. Bombs away, we've got to bombard these defenses From an aeroplane, we've got to detonate these lies It's a cold war and we escalate our weapons In the battle to find where your soul meets your mind When the saints go marching in, I want to march with them, with the saints. When the saints go marching in, and a city they find. They kneel and pray for grace to claim the city for God Cause we all need a greater hope 
Something bigger than us to push aside our fragile minds And heal our broken hearts like the saints yeah, yeah. Bombs away, we've got to bombard these defenses an aeroplane, we've got to detonate these lies. It's a cold war and we escalate our weapons. In the battle to find where your soul meets your mind. Mm -hmm. Our weapons are humble minds and grateful hearts And a simple love that won't give up Or turn away when the trouble starts Our weapons are humble minds and grateful hearts And a simple love that won't give up Or turn away when the trouble starts From the beaches of Normandy To the forests of Bastogne To the skeptic in your mind and your heart when you're alone We will march through the day Through the night and through the fog On a trail of tears to win the hearts Of the ones our captain loves We will march through the day Through the night and through the fog On a trail of tears to win the hearts Of the ones our captain loves Oh, bombs away We've got to bombard these defenses From an aeroplane We've got to detonate these lies oh. It's a cold war And we escalate our weapons In the battle to find Where your soul meets your mind oh. Bombs away We've got to bombard these defenses From an aeroplane, we've got to detonate these lies. It's a cold war, and we escalate our weapons. In the battle to find where your soul meets your mind. You're listening to The God Solution on KDUR 91.9 and 93.9 FM here in Durango or KDUR.org online. And we're here with Eli Stewart in the studio. He is a former Fort Lewis College student and KDUR DJ. He now runs a ministry in Huntsville, Texas, and is also a phenomenal musician, as you just heard. Eli, thanks so much for being here, and thanks for playing some songs for us. My pleasure. Good to see you. Eli has his finger on the pulse of society better than almost anyone I know. So, Eli, where do you think we're at right now as a society? What do you think the next generation, the young people that you work with, college mm -hmm. students, we're both in college ministry, where are they really at? What are their main desires? What's driving them? And where is that ultimately going to lead them, do you think? To live with conviction, meaning to believe in something, is like paying for it with cash. 
It costs you a lot up front. It is hard to save up that money to buy that flat screen or that bike or whatever it is you're doing. Temptation is like buying stuff on a really bad credit card. You get what you want now, but you end up paying for it six or seven times more in the future. Almost so where you're like, man, that bike was not worth it or whatever the thing may be. And what basically most students want is they see these things they want, but the price is pretty high. And they're kind of wrestling with, can they get it? without having baggage or how can I get it now and so that's the heart of it is there's pleasures that we were made to experience but most of the students I'm with they're basically bartering on the price how much is this worth in my life and and if you can give an answer there then it's pretty cool what do you find is the answer for those students and what do you see them experiencing Mm. when they find that answer this might make sense I love my wife I think she's pretty I think she's hot Nate, if you came over to my house in Texas, how weird would it be is if you came over and I said, hey, listen, I'd love it, Nate, if you thought my wife was attractive, but please don't start hitting on her. That'd be such a weird way to start a friendship, wouldn't it? Or if I have guitars in my office or whatever I have and you're there and I said, hey, Nate, if you need anything, ask, but please don't steal it. And that'd be a weird way to start off a friendship. Or was another one is, Nate, I, I want to I take you seriously, but if all you talk about is cars all the time, uh, we're not going to be able to be friends, and that'd be a weird way to start a friendship. But what you find in each of those three things is one of the Ten Commandments in the Old Testament. Don't covet your neighbor's wife, don't steal, and don't worship any other gods that are fake, like worshiping cars. And so what you find if you look at the Bible that the commandments are ground rules for friendship. They're like the no-duh statements that you shouldn't have to tell your friends, that this normally naturally flows out of relationship. But in the Old Testament, when that thing happened, the... Israelites were at a place where they'd forgotten what it meant to love each other. And so one of the things we really fight for is real love, like real love, like love that says, God gave you that, I'm not going to steal it from you. If I'm going to have a pretty wife, I'm willing to wait for her. I'm not going to take her from somebody else. And love is the answer. And this seems like the only one that did a great job of showing what it really meant to love was Jesus because um, he loved when, when people weren't for him. And he says it this, it's easy to love somebody when they're for you. Uh, how much does it, you know, you give your kid something, but what about someone who doesn't like you? How? And so, man, the answer is the same. It seems like it's been the same through the centuries. And uh, it's that, that the love of Jesus, from Jesus, we give to other people is the answer for a life without baggage. Do you have a song, Eli, that would kind of <clears throat> describe what you were just talking about, about how Jesus is sure. the epitome of love? We'd love to say honest answers for honest questions. And remember I was telling you I was hiding behind those questions, using them as excuses to do whatever I wanted. But when there's like an honest prayer like, God, I need you, or if you're real, show me, there's a real subtle way he shows up, and this is about when Jesus starts to come in the room. I'm in need of repentance. And I am in need of fresh sorrow. And I am in need of a new skin on my heart in the spring I want summer in the summer I want the fall in the fall I want winter my heart is and then I kneel until 
my lips touch the ground. Oh, my spirit tries to break out. Please come down. Then I kneel until my lips touch the ground. Oh, my spirit tries to break out. Oh, my spirit tries to pray, God. Oh, my spirit tries to pray, God. Please come. Down. Then you come and permeate my thoughts with a whisper, like a shooting star that flies across the sky. Brings joy to watch it fall when you whisper. Thoughts with a whisper, like a shooting star that flies across the sky. Be sure to watch it fall when you whisper. My skin begins to crawl. Oh. And then you come and inundate my heart like the water. You rise above the shore and overflow the dam. Your grace can crumble walls with a whisper. Oh, your grace can crumble walls. Do you see? Do you see him getting brighter? Can you feel? Can you feel him getting closer? My heart pounds as his breath is getting warmer. My soul shakes the thunder of his whisper. How can I come? Unless I hear you calling, my stomach aches. I know that I've been stalling. Oh, it's time to break my will and stop and listen. I hear a voice that resonates the heavens when you come. Oh, when you come. Oh, when you come. Oh, and then you come and permeate my thoughts. With a whisper, like a shooting star that flies across the sky, brings joy to watch it fall. With a whisper, oh, my skin begins to crawl. My skin begins to crawl when you come. Something that's always struck me about you is you have so much talent. In a lot of different areas, not just musically. You're a good speaker, a good leader, a good friend. You're a genuine person. And beyond all that, you're a role model for so many people. And I know in your ministry, you have tons of people involved mm -hmm. right now. And even when I think about your musical abilities, you're more talented than almost anyone I know. 
And I know that you always laugh when I say that. But something that's always struck me is the fact that you're not pursuing that for your own mm -hmm. glory or for your own purposes. Yeah. I know you could have recording contracts, and I know that you've maybe. had things like that offered in the past. And you've turned down maybe that life of fame that a lot of people would strive for, yeah. for a life of serving God and investing yeah. in people out of love. And it's something that shows a ton of humility. And it's mm. something that I respect a ton about you. And I thank God that he is going to work that more and more into my life as well. And Eli, as we sit here talking about what it means to really invest in people because you love them so much and to be willing to put aside things that mm. other people are striving for in order to reach people with that love that you talked about, I want to give you an opportunity to talk to this audience today about the source of that love and about how they can find true love as well. Mm. So, Eli, what would you say to the people that are out there that maybe haven't come into that relationship with Jesus sure. before today? My favorite thing about God is when I pray is you don't have to have the right words. He knows what you mean, even if you don't have the words to express it. And that's so fantastic. That's the, Your best friends ever know what you mean, whether you use the right words or not. And they're super forgiving of when you blunder on them. And that's Jesus. He's this beautiful, beautiful friend of mine take a chance, take a risk. It's always risky because you don't want to look like a fool, but take a risk and guaranteed he'll meet you. Thanks again for being here. No matter who you are, I'd love to invite you to Connect. Connect is a weekly meeting where we grow closer to each other, where we have a lot of fun, develop significant friendships, and learn about God. Again, no matter what your background is, you're welcome to join us at Connect. Join us in the Student Life Center in room 119 this Tuesday at 7.30 p.m. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful Sunday. And as we close out the show, we're going to listen to one last song by Eli. Thanks again, Eli, for being here. It's been a blast. My privilege. This is a song my daughter, I have a daughter who's four years old, she would love to hear. Ever when you grow, there's gonna be a boy's gonna write a song, try to write a song about you. Ever when you're old, I pity that boy's soul's gonna write a song, try to write a song about you. And ever when you smile. Life as you pass him by, he'll forget the words to say And remember when you've gone Ever when he smells your hair As you pass by him on the stairs Oh, his stomach's gonna fall But his heart is going to yell And he won't sleep that night He's gonna stay up till the daylight Trying to write his song about you and he won't sleep that night He's gonna stay up till it's daylight Trying to write a song about you Ava, mm. when you're 16 He's gonna ask pretty please He'll ask your daddy If he can sing you his song And I'll say Not until she's 21 Don't make me get my gun You've got taste for But she's my daughter And she's too young and he won't sleep that night He's gonna stay up till it's daylight Trying to write his song about you 
And he won't sleep that night He's gonna stay up till it's daylight Trying to write his song about you Love's worth waiting for Patience makes love burn more Till it's a fire Lighting up the evening sky If it's okay, don't be scared Love is like an answered prayer Oh, it builds with time Like aging wine Till it's sweet with summer One day you'll come to me With a new song in your eyes You'll say, Daddy, I've met someone one day you'll come to me with a new song in your eyes. You'll say, Daddy, you should hear his song. Then I won't sleep that night all the way until it's daylight. Cause I'm not ready to give you away. And I won't sleep at night all the way until it's daylight. Cause I'm not ready to give my little girl away. And I'll be on my knees I'll pray and I'll beg and I'll plead Oh God, is this the boy Who I'm supposed to give my girl? And when he hears my cry And answers in his perfect time And tell me it's okay As long as I pay for the perfect wedding day And we'll all sleep that night All the way until it's daylight We'll be dreaming of those wedding bells and we'll all sleep that night All the way until it's daylight We'll be listening for those wedding bells It's to my daughter, Ava Lynn.